Hi, I'm Pastor Jack Wilson, and this is You Think? Well, at this time, we're still debating whether or not uh, President Trump actually won the, uh, uh, the election. And, of course, I believe he did, and uh, I, I can't see. And, and here's a good question, you know. You have a man that did nothing for 49 years or whatever. Uh, when it was time to... Uh, go out and greet the people and talk to them about becoming president. He hid in his basement. Uh, he's got so many criminal charges that are pending against him and his son. Uh, you look at everything that he's done in his life, which amounts to nothing, and you look at what President Trump has done in three and a half years, which is unbelievable. You got to ask yourself, do you really think this was a true election? Of course, you can have your opinion. My opinion is this was absolutely falsified. And I want to add, they found a way, they found thousands of votes that were no good, but they found a way to make even more votes that you couldn't tell if they were good or bad. In other words, why are these places allowed to have blank ballots? To fill in according to the way they want to fill them in. That, to me, that makes no sense. I think the only way you could actually check it is do random spot checks, calling people up and saying, I have a vote here that says you voted for this one or that one. Can you clarify? And if they say, no, I never voted for that one, oh, now we have a problem. And if enough say it, now we have a big problem. But do you think they'll do that? No. Uh, I, I just hope, I, and I'm more than hoping, I'm praying, I'm praying that, that God is trying to say, hey, look, you had it good for three and a half years. You could have had it good longer, but you, you didn't humble yourself before me. Uh, you, didn't, you didn't thank me for it. You didn't praise me. You didn't give me all the glory. And now I'm going to show you what it's like not to have it. Wow. I mean, we've seen that done with the Jews over and over again. And the Jews, you know, they, most of the time, they didn't think it was God. They just think this happened, that happened, that's the way it goes. But that's not the way it goes. If God is with us and is blessing us, he's going to have it good for us. And if we have a bad stroke, if God forbid Biden should get in, the real Christians, those who obeyed God, We'll still prosper. We'll still do well. Because God won't let anything happen to them. But the others, they're going to feel the wrath of God. I guarantee you. So today, let's talk a little bit about socialism. And uh, we know that's what uh, uh, Biden's team would bring in. He'd bring in socialism. He'd, he'd bring in so many things that are against our nature. That, uh, you know, they'd be... There's no way to fix it, okay? And so, let's say, is God a socialist? Is Jesus a socialist? Or is he a savior? Alright? Uh, I'd like to say by, uh, start by saying that I am so far right that if I sneeze, I'll fall off the chair. But so many times, there's people that call themselves Christians that absolutely ignore the plight of the poor and cater 
to those who have worldly possessions. Even the point of calling these who are involved with so social issues socialist and unchristian. And for example, I'm a, I'm a missionary pastor in the Payadas. I help the poor people. I have social programs. And some who call themselves conservative Christians, I don't believe they are conservative or Christians, but they would call me a socialist. And I'm so far from a socialist, it's not funny. But the problem is, you need to understand what is socialism and what is not so socialism. So many times people think helping the poor is socialist. It's not socialism. All, right, all too often we overlook verses such as this one. Luke 4.18 The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. So it, it, it says bring the gospel to these poor people. These people who who need Christ, okay, who are crying out, God help us, bring the gospel to them and help them if you can help them. But we we don't want to be, uh, well, we don't want to be socialists. And helping them are not, is not socialism, but helping those who can help themselves and won't, that's socialism. And that's what a lot of the left are doing today. They have people laying on the streets. They call them homeless people. And in America, there's no reason at all to have a homeless person. You go to the government and they'll, they'll put you up in the shelter. Uh, you'll get on a list for an apartment. Uh, I think it's too nice, but, but that's what they do. And uh, supposedly, they'll send you on job interviews which you'll automatically fail every time because you like it. You like living for free, okay? Helping these kind of people, that's socialist, all right? Uh, giving them everything they need when they won't work for it, that's socialism. And we forget that Jesus came and healed the entire man, the entire man. Matthew twenty-five thirty-four says, Then shall the king say unto him, on his right hand, come ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Matthew twenty six thirty five. For I was hungry, and you gave me meat. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. Matthew twenty five thirty six. Naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came unto me. Matthew 25, 37. Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee hungry and fed thee, or thirsty and gave thee drink? Matthew 25. When saw we thee a stranger and took thee in, or naked and clothed thee? Matthew 25, 3. Or when saw we sick or in prison and came unto thee? Matthew 25, 40. And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as you have done it unto one of these my brethren, 
you have done it unto me. Isn't that simple? It's so simple. So if there's somebody in prison, uh, and many people have this in churches, they have prison ministries. They go and preach the gospel. They don't go and break them out. They don't go and give them money. Okay? They go and preach the gospel. They're trying to heal the spiritual side of this man. And once the spiritual side is healed, then the desire to work, the desire to provide for one's family, if they have it, then we can give them the opportunity to have a job or the help that they need. This is not socialism. This is loving thy neighbor as thyself. How many times have you walked down the street and seen a guy, uh, we'll say he's about 35 years old, good-looking guy, hairs combed, sitting back against the wall, and has his hand leaning over his knee because it's too heavy to hold up, begging for money. I'd like to kick that guy in his rear end. All right? Because if he's on drugs, let him go to the government and get off the drugs. Let him be put away until he can uh, swear off those drugs or drinking the same thing. All right? And if he's a lazy bum, let him lay there till he dies in the street. All right? That would be socialism to help that man. All right? But kick him in his butt and make him get up and go to work. This is what capitalism is. And capitalism is blessed by God. Of course, how can we say that we love our neighbor and draw back our hand when it comes to helping them physically or financially? We say we are here to preach the gospel, but what good news allows us? Well, we're espousing it. Now, now let me tell you something. America and where I am here in the Philippines, two different stories. We have people on the streets here begging for money. Why? Because the, the husband left them. The, the wife has three or four kids. They're sleeping on the streets. All right? And uh, there is no way for them to work. No way for them to get work. No way. To, we don't have government welfare like you have there. And so sometimes you give them a little bit. But even then, you can't give them all the time. you gotta, you got to teach them. We've teached. We teach. We taught people how to make these uh, mats, little woven mats, and uh, they make money selling them, all right? And we, we taught people how to do other things, and, and even in our church, the ladies in our church, they sew, they know how to make clothes, and they sell what they make, all right? We are all for capitalism, and until somebody can be set up for capitalism, we'll help them. We'll help them as long as we know that they're going in that right direction. All right? We want to help everybody. We want to help everybody to know God, to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, which is first and foremost in our ministry. And then, secondly, we want to help them, if they're children, to go to school, to learn how to obey their parents, to learn how to respect authority, and if they're uh, adults, uh, how to take care of their children, how to work, how to earn a living for their family, uh, all these things. And we do it, and we do it happily.
So remember this simple definition. Socialism is helping people who won't help themselves. It's giving money and things to people that will just keep taking and taking and taking and never produce anything. That's socialism. Capitalism is perhaps giving somebody something to start off with, uh, giving them materials to start making their own mats, for example. And then when they start making it, uh, they can pay their own expenses. That's socialism. Two different types. You know, Donald Trump, he, he put millions of people back to work. He had the lowest unemployment rate among all classes of people for the last at least 50 years. Some of them since uh, counting began. All right. He put people to work. He stopped the welfare, the, the uh, what would you call them, food stamps went way down. People didn't need food stamps. And you know what? Most people like to work. Most people like the idea of providing for their families, and it gives them a sense of accomplishment. And it doesn't matter if they're digging ditches or building big buildings or flying airplanes, all right? What matters is they get up and they go to work every day. They come home, they have a nice meal with their family. That's, that's what capitalism is all about. Having a, a good relationship with your family and taking good care of them. There's too many bums out there. There's too many people that have left their, their wives and children to defend uh, to fend for themselves. And they went off and they just enjoyed themselves. This is their life. This is not the way that we want to go. All right? President Trump has put money in people's pockets. And so I ask you, don't forget to pray for him. Pray that he can overcome this. Uh, election business. Pray that they will find all the corruption that they need to find to uh, to make sure that he continues to be the president. I don't know. By next week, I might be having a different story, and I hope not. I hope we all pray for him and we keep him in our hearts. It's certainly not a hopeless cause. If you remember in your Bible that the Jews were surrounded by their enemies. And it was millions of them and thousands of, uh, thousands of Jews and millions of the enemy. And they called out to God. And God heard them and went before them and slew them. When odds are against us, when everything else has failed, when things seem wrong and down and, and can't work, whether it be for this election or be a problem in your life, God can fix it. I've had a fight with my wife already where I where I I didn't know what to do and I, I went and I laid on my bed and I cried out to God. I said, God, I can't kill her. She's my wife and I do love her. But I can't make her do this thing that she should be doing. Within five minutes, she came in my room crying. She says, I was wrong, I'm so sorry. But that wasn't her and that wasn't me, that was God. God turns the impossible situations around. He does it for your money problems. He does it for your social problems. He does it for all kinds of problems that you may have. If you give him, uh, what, what do you got to give him? You got to give him the praise, the glory, the honor. If you acknowledge him as your Lord and Savior, as the one who takes care of you, he will be there to help you each time. Don't forget him, folks. And now... If you have anything to ask me or question me about, 
uh, write me at 7101 at USA.net. That's 7101 at USA.net. And may God bless you and keep you. Make him shine his light on you so your body is energetic and your mind is clean and your heart is pure. We'll see you next time. God bless.